Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Thursday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And, of course, remember, you can catch me on Drive today at 4pm alongside Andy Townsend. And then on Friday tomorrow, I'm with Jermaine Pennant. Now, today marks the start of the Women's World Cup and co-host New Zealand get the tournament underway against Norway. Here's TalkSport Shabana Hearn highlighting some players she tips to shine this summer. champions for the first time in their history. You may remember Germany being beaten by England in the Women's Euros final, but there was a key player from Germany missing in that game who was injured in the warm-up. Her name is Alex Pop, one of the best forwards in world football. 19 goals last season for Wolfsburg and 10 goals in 10 games that last season for Germany. It's 2-0 to Germany, Alexandra Pop. She actually had the same number of goals as Beth Mead at the Women's Euros, but of course Beth went on to win it in the final game. Lauren James, clinical, rifled, right-footed, there's a proper first England goal. Another player you have to look out for, and a name you're going to hear a lot more of, is that of Lauren James. Of course she plays for Chelsea, and she's the sister of Rhys James. Much to her annoyance, she doesn't like to be known as Rhys James's sister and is trying to find her own identity. She does that week in and week out for Chelsea since moving from Manchester United a couple of seasons ago and has definitely found her form under Emma Hayes and is becoming a starter for Serena Wiegmann and the Lionesses. They are there! Into the knockout stages! Go Brazil! Brazil are a team I think could be interesting in this competition. They haven't won in quite some time, but of course they have the greats like Marta. One of the young stars to look out for is a young woman called Gezi. She plays for Barcelona. Incredible pace, incredible ability. And for me, is one of the most naturally gifted footballers I have seen in quite some time. And the Lionesses campaign starts on Saturday morning against Haiti. It's live on TalkSport. And there's been a lot of chat in the build-up surrounding player bonuses. But defender Lucy Bronze insists all the talk won't be a distraction to the team. Every single one of our players is fully focused on playing in the games and, and playing great football. I think if you were to come and watch training, you would see that the level of intensity that we have on the pitch is probably second to none right now. Uh, the talent that we have coming into this tournament is unbelievable. Um, like I said before, these conversations happen regularly. Uh, they're probably just not in the media. I mean, they happened before the Euros, and I don't think it distracted us then um, because we went on and won it. So, 
yeah, it's something that we now have to deal with as, as footballers is the kind of the label of we're performing athletes, we're role models, uh, we're empowering women around the world, we're changing society. There's many things that fall under the, the name of just a female footballer um, and I think we're fully capable of managing that um, ourselves and yeah, we have a great group of girls who are able to share the load and, and make sure that we're all focused on what is our aim and that is to, to get to the World Cup final. Hemp crosses it in deep to the far post, Lucy Bronze! Five-star show for England! We are here to play football and to win football matches after all. Um, but every team, whatever success looks like to them, I think they know that it's going to give them a stage and an opportunity to make changes beyond just this World Cup, um, which is exciting to be part of as individually as a player, but to be part of women's football and to know that there's that those capabilities is amazing. On now to the Ashes. Here's a roundup of yesterday's play with John Norman and Steve Harmison as the first day of the fourth test took place at Old Trafford. Hello, welcome to Following on Ashes Inquest as we look back at day one of the fourth test at Old Trafford here in day 15 of this marvellous topsy-turvy Ashes series. It was a day that followed a pattern that we should be used to by now. First up for the fourth time in a row, Stokes won the toss and he could not wait to let his bowlers get stuck into the Aussies. And not only has Kawaja been dismissed LBW, he's burnt a review as well. This looked out, all ends up as soon as the ball hit the pad and Australia have lost their first wicket. So Kawaja goes for just three, 15 for one. Early success for England then, but they were kept waiting for more with uh, just Warner going before lunch and Australia scoring at good rate. 100 runs uh, in the bag. Uh, and then at T, 184 for four, although Smith and Labuschagne had both departed. Australia was still in the better position, but that was to change again with Stuart Broad brought back into the attack. And for the 600th time in his career, he did the job for England. England have struck uh, from the first over after the tea break, and it's uh, wicket number 600 for Stuart Broad. And that is exactly what England needed. England buoyed by that, but Mitch Marsh picked up where he left off at Headingley. And with Cameron Green, they put on 50, and they did so quickly. But just as Australia started to, to dream of 400, Chris Wokes removed both of them in the same over, with Marsh caught behind brilliantly by Bairstow. And what an incredible moment for Johnny Bairstow as well. Two wickets in and over for Chris Wokes, but it's the story of his life that he's just been overshadowed by somebody else. Two new batters at the crease. Wokes has done it for England. Australia, 255 for seven. From fears of 400 to dreams of 300s, England sniffed an opportunity to be batting by stumps. And although Wokes returned to nip out Carey with the second new ball, England were to fall just short. Australia, 298 for eight at stumps. And the destination of the Ashes still very much in the air. On now to golf, and the Open gets underway today. Golf legend Colin Montgomery joined Natalie Sawyer and Gabby Agbonlahor on The Breakfast Show ahead of the iconic tournament. It's the Wimbledon of golf, isn't it? It's the one that everybody wants to win. Uh, and uh, it's got a very, very strong field. Everybody is playing and uh, it's the one they want to win. You know, the Masters is great. It's the first major of the year and the brand of the Masters is fantastic, but... 
I think if they all had a choice, it'd be this one they want to win. Mm. Obviously, with Lynx Golf, we're expecting some testing conditions at, at some point during the next sort of few days. Who are you sort of thinking can come through all of that and be lifting the claret jug at the end? <laughs> it's not like the tennis, you know, where you had one, two, three in the world mm. in the semi-finals. Uh, it's, it's very much different. There's a lot of nature plays a huge part. And of course, as you say, Natalie, so rightly, the weather forecast can change during the day. You know, with with nine hours of tea times, uh, anything can happen on the coast. Uh, so it's it's very difficult to say who's going to win. Mm. What, what you can only say in golf terms is that who can contend on the Sunday. And, uh, you know, Scotty Scheffler is still number one in the world. I mean, he hasn't been outside the top 12 all year, which is quite incredible. I mean, that's Tiger Woods-esque plus. I mean, it's a ridiculous. His last five events has been outside the top three. So he's got to be in contention, world's number one. And of course, I can't I can't be on here without mentioning the word Rory McIlroy, <laughs> you know, just got, just picked uh, John Rahm as number two in the world now after that dramatic uh, Genesis Scottish Open. <laughs> you know, you just can't see past those two. But, you know, but golf's a funny thing. You've got John Rahm, who's not really been in a slump. He just hasn't sort of, he's just a bit slowed down really. So, He's he's there as well. You've got Cameron Smith, defending champion, who holds everything. Uh, so so he's there. And then of course you're looking at some English English winners. You know we haven't had an English winner of the Open since 1992, since Fowler won. You mentioned Brooks Kepka there. Uh, God, I mean, I mean he's unbelievable in majors. You know, and people say what you need in a major. Well, he already possesses it. So you know you've got, and then then you've got others like. Uh, Victor Hovland, yeah, you know, who'd be great European success, who who a lot of people are favouring. Group at St Andrews last year, so there's a number of a number of players that uh, that will contend. But I've I've got a favourite, and I, you know, Ricky Fowler's done very well recently. And prior to tee off on Talksport Two, Tommy Fleetwood told Talksport's Russ Hargreaves how special it will be to win the Open at a place so close to his heart. Yeah, I've imagined it about a million times probably. So um, winning a major is a dream or winning the Open is, is, a, is a huge, huge dream. So um, no matter where that is, that's always something that I've always visualised and always um, thought about. But then again, um, having the opportunity to do it um, so close to where you grew up is something that's very unique and very special. And um, for sure, you know, I've, I've pitched it a lot and uh, visualised it a lot. Um, just haven't done it yet in person. So that's hopefully the next thing. Hey there, Tommy. Obviously, is one of the, the kind of big popular favourites. You're part of that real glut of, of big three balls that will tee off sort of nine, ten o'clock tomorrow. Scotty Scheffler and Adam Scott as your playing partners. Uh, how do you fancy that and how do you kind of match up with them as a, a dynamic? Um, well, I get on with both guys very, very well. Um, I enjoy being around them. I enjoy um, playing golf with them. Um, so it's, it's a really nice three ball for me. Um, you know, happy that I uh, sort of remain in like the groups that are like the TV groups, if you like, and I would like to stay there for as long as possible. Um, and yeah, like, you, you know, first thing you always do is look at the draw. And I was very happy with the guys that I'm playing with. Um, great golfers, both very, very good at winning tournaments and stuff. So it's always good to be around those people that are at the top of the game and, and make sure you're always trying to keep pace with them. On the back of the announcement, he'll be fighting Chris Eubank Jr. in September. Live and exclusive on Talk Sport, I'll have you know. Liam Smith joined me and Jason Cundy on Drive yesterday.
Chris Eubank Jr. doesn't beat me, so this is the end of the Smith Eubank. Whether Chris carries on, whether Chris carries on after this, you know, it's down to Chris and Chris's team. He probably does because you know ego aside. Um, I think he said he wouldn't fight again if he lost the first one, but they put a rematch clause in for a reason. So, you know, Chris will Chris will probably fight on. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't see him retiring. He will make some sort of excuse again. Liam, when you go into a fight like this that you won so overwhelmingly the way you did, he's got to do something different. He's got to he's got to do try and find a way to beat you. When you go into this, do you do anything different about your game, or, or do you go into ex exactly the same way as you did the first fight? You know, it, it's it's hard for some boxers, but at the level I've been at in my whole career, no matter what, I'll train to the best of my ability away from Chris Eubank Jr., away from cameras, but I will expect, I've got to expect something different yeah. from Chris, because if I yeah. get the same Chris, yeah. I wipe the floor with him again, so I've got, to, I've got to expect something different from Chris. Now, whether it be a more aggressive Chris, whether it be maybe a more active Chris, I don't know, but I've got to expect something different because if I don't expect something different, yeah. it's a foregone conclusion who wins. So I think Chris has to come with something different and I've got to expect something different too. I, I can't remember who I predicted to win the fight actually last time out, but what I didn't predict oh, was... Oh, you said Eubank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, of course. But what, what I didn't see was you winning as quickly as you did and as comfortably as you did as well. Did you think it would be as easy for you, that fight? No, look, I, th I think the big shock for the British public was because you, you have to look back at the week week beforehand and what was said to me. It was like it's impossible to hear Chris Eubank Jr. with a headshot. And that is the big surprise for people. I know I hear Chris inspiring the body. Yeah, OK, maybe it didn't hurt in the head, but I told everybody before, and don't think no fighter at any level cannot be hurt. And that was the best way to answer all the critics and best way to basically... See, people never ne ne never judge it because they've never been here before, that they can never be here because any one of us who sign up for this boxing game can be here at any any given point and that was the best case to do it to Chris. Now, last night, news broke that Jordan Henson looks set to leave Liverpool for the Saudi League. Here's how Rory Jennings and Majestic reacted to the news on the Transfer Insiders. I think that it's fair to say that Jordan Henderson is certainly comparable to the very best captains that this country has ever seen. Like, when you think about iconic Premier League captains over the years, I think Jordan Henderson's name deserves to be mentioned. Obviously, when you think of iconic captains, you immediately go Roy Keane, you immediately go John Terry, and I wouldn't put Jordan Henderson in that bracket, but I would say that he is certainly comparable to anybody in a rung below that. I think he is a truly, truly great leader, and he's got to be Liverpool's best captain since, I don't know, Alan Hansen? In terms of, in terms of just big Alan Hansen, yeah. Mr. Henderson's good as me, man. Alan Hansen. I think, I think that's fair. Though. Do you <laughs> yeah, think no, that's fair? He, enough? He, Look, I, I know that Captain Gerrard, reliable, isn't he? Stephen Gerrard's a better player. Stephen Gerrard's better at every aspect of football. But in terms of being a captain, if you look at what Jordan Henderson has done with that armband on at Liverpool, it's truly inspirational. Like he is absolutely sensational. Think about what he's done. Think, think about the intensity that he managed to get that team playing with. Do you know? There's like two things that I think demonstrate quite how brilliant he is as a captain. Do you remember when they lost the European Cup final in yes. Kiev? So they went all the way in Europe. They went all the way to a final. Liverpool took loads of fans out to Kiev. They got really unlucky and they were done by Real Madrid and they lost that final. The following season, the resilience under Henderson's captaincy, they bounce back and they win it. 
They, the resilience on display there is insane. They then do exactly the same thing in the Premier League. They go all the all way the in way. the Premier League. They knock on the door. They knock on the door. They go to so record close. points. They lose the league. Man City win the league. They lose the final effectively. They just don't get over the line. City are champions. The following year, what happens under Henderson's stewardship? Bang. They bounce back, resilient, and they win the Premier League. Henderson as a captain, he is comparable to the very best. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. And finally, Graham Souness joined the Crook and Matt Lefay show yesterday and explains why he thinks Harry Kane should move to Bayern Munich. I had a chance to go to Bayern Munich when I was a Liverpool player. That, for people that don't know, Bayern Munich are obviously the biggest club, but they're the biggest club by far in Germany. Then you've got Dortmund, and historically I mean, there's other ones that were sort of second to them. But Bayern, are, they, are, they are called FC Hollywood in Germany. Great city to live in. Great football club, tremendous history, generally win the league every year. Um, if I was Harry, I'd, I'd go for it big time. Go for it. And, and Germany's a great great country as well, especially Bavaria. So I, I, if I was Harry, I'd go for it. He's done his bit for Spurs. He can leave there with his, held, his head held up high. No guilt if he was to leave there. I mean, so this is, Harry's still at his best, although maybe a year from now, I'd be saying something different because strikers it is the toughest place to play, hardest place to play, um, and he'd be going to a club that where he'd get lots and lots of goals. It would extend his career as well, playing on a very good standard, not as good as the Premier League, less demanding physically. He'd get lots of goals. He would love his life there. His family would love his life there, and he'd come back with a suitcase full of medals. Uh, for me, I, I would go for it. It's one of the great clubs in world football. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcasts from. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcasts out first in the morning. Do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day. Above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport.
The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.